Okay, um, today we're going to start the um, Brihad Bhagavatamrita. When I speak, does my image come forward? It doesn't come forward to me. Yes, it does. Okay, that's good. Okay, reading from the Brihad Bhagavatamrita, book one, chapter one. Text one. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Jayati Nijapadabja Prema Dhanavitirno. Vividamadire Madhaviko Pikishori Gandhi. Gataparamada Santam. Yasya Chaitanya Rupad Anubhava Padam Abdam Premagopishunityam. All glories to that inconceivable Lord who descended to bestow the gift of perfect love for his own lotus feet. He is an ocean filled with many kinds of sweetness and he always bears the fragrance of fresh youth. In his form as Sri Chaitanya, he has realized the last extreme of transcendental experience, the love of residing eternally in the gopis. One second. Omagana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalitamyena Tasmai Shri Guruvena Maha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitamyena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Panchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayebhacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siad Gweta Gadadhar Srivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from the Super Soul Farm um, in upstate New York. Raghunath's developing actually a very nice ashram. There's a few people living here. I give class every evening and on Friday we had a nice program. Many people coming. Uh, and it's the country and uh, environment has a good effect on consciousness. I have a beautiful, beautiful accommodation here. And I'll be here for a week and then uh, uh, next Saturday, I'll have a program in Philadelphia. And the Saturday after that, uh, at Jai Shirade and Gopishore with Sri Pallad, who's a very, very special, special person. Um, so I'm starting the, what is it, Magnus Op Opus Magnum of Sanatana Goswami, who's practically the first of the books of the Goswamis that were written to categorize the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. And done very, very interestingly in two stories, one of Narada Muni and one of Gopi Shore, of people searching, as it said here, um, 
to the last extreme of transcendental experience, which is what's given in our tradition, which is the love of the gopis for Krishna. Anarpita Chudim Chudat Kunaya Vatirna Kalo Samarpiatam Unitojvala Saram Subhakti God giving that which he himself came to taste. In Ramananda Roy, it described Lord Chaitanya is. Krishna accepting the mood and complexion of, Shri, uh, of his topmost devotee to experience his own ecstatic bliss. <laughs> Krishna wants to experience what it's like to experience him <laughs> from the platform of the devotee. So this is what our tradition and therefore our great acharyas put it in context of spirituality in general, because this is our faith, anarpita, samarpiatum, he gave unatojvala, this not only rasa, unatojvala rasam, this brilliant rasa. Swabhakti of his own bhakti, a bhakti of himself. He came to give it. It hasn't been given for a while. Um, so I thought I would teach it. And the way I would teach it, I'm not going to, there's long purports and they're very well written, almost that I could read them and the audience could follow them very clearly, but that's not my style. So I'll, I'll actually be studying this quite relatively intensely and try to sum it up. It may start a little slow, but it's beginning with um, nine verses to invoke auspiciousness. And the auspiciousness that an author wants to invoke is that somehow he could realize something, which is pantastu koti satavatsara sampagamyo vayor atapi manasomuni, which you can't understand. Pantastu koti, a path koti, millions. Pantastu satavatsara sampagamyo. If you travel, Pantastukoti, such a uh, Pantastukoti, by the mind for millions of years, if you, it's like if a, a, a needle was lost in New York City and, and you lost it a week ago and you've been to every borough. What would it take to find that? So to come to the conclusion, the absolute reality, it's not gonna be based only on one's understanding and logic because it's God's will. It's, it doesn't have to conform. I, and I gave that simple example when I gave that class, um, can God be blue? So try to figure out, come to a rational, logical understanding why the absolute reality has the color of a monsoon cloud. If there, and I made the point, if there is a reason why Krishna is blue, then he's not God because something is dictating his existence beyond his own will. So to actually understand the highest subject matters, it has to be tesham satatayuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhiyogam tvam yena. 
I give that knowledge to one who worshiped me with faith and devotion. I give them that knowledge. And if you write by ego, you're cultivating the very consciousness that prevents you from understanding. In, in my last Monday morning greetings, I mentioned four qualities, four qualities that cover our perception. Inattention, I gave the example, if you're daydreaming, are you hearing the holy name, even though it's vibrating on your lips and vibrating your eardrum? If you have the wrong attitude, can you understand something? Just like prejudice, if you're prejudiced, you prejudge something, not based on what's there, but based on a previous experience. We're overcome in this world, overcome by the dualities of desire and hate. If we're envious, we see things as less than they are. Knowledge. I gave the example, if you bring an iPhone back 2000 years ago and show it to a tribal person, are they seeing a phone if they don't have knowledge and attachment? I gave the example of doing a financial dealing with a narcissist and how all of a sudden they see your money is theirs. Not that they're deliberately cheating, it's just that their greed and their self-centeredness has covered their perception. So to understand what's going to be explained here, or even for me to be able to speak now, it has to be beyond me. It has to be I am situated in everyone's heart, and for me comes remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge. It has to come, something has to come from God. And to actually receive mercy, there has to be humility. If you're not humble, you never feel kindness because you think you deserve and deserve more. So therefore, when one wants to speak spiritual subject matters, they have some mangalacharanam, some, some auspicious verses to put one in the right consciousness. Prayer is very, very, very powerful. If you chant a verse that has meaning and you chant it slowly and you meditate on it, it gives you the right mood. And even though there's different prayers to different persons, every morning now I'm chanting prayers starting with the Vaishnavas and Guru then the Parampara, up to the six Goswamis, up to Lord Chaitanya, Nityananda, Nityananda Namastubhyam, Premananda Pradayate, Kalol, Kalmasha Nashaya, Janavapatavetne Namaha, up to Nityananda, up to Lord Chaitanya, to Govardhan Hill, to the holy rivers, to the holy dams. The Srimati Radharani, Shiradika, finally to Krishna. There's one commonality in all prayers. You're exalting something. And that's an expression that there's something higher than you, which is the basic spiritual conception. Uh, 
I was uh, I was giving class yesterday to Raghunath and Mera, and uh, I was explaining that I have some Russian people. They're kind of friends, students, very substantial people. And they were telling about this Iskand Sanyasi. I think his name is Sadhu Maharaj in Siberia. And how realized he is. And how he trains his brahmacharis to be grihastas because that's where they're going to all wind up. <laughs> it makes some sense. And, uh, but he tells him if someone wants to remain brahmachari or sannyas, they should be the servant of everyone. And if you can't be the servant of everyone, then at least be the servant of your of, of a family. And then Raghunath, he, he, we were talking, and then he quoted from a, a popular Christian preacher, contemporary preacher, Andy Stanley. I read a book by him, really good, called Communications for a Change on how to give a sermon, which I used to give lectures in yoga studios. It was brilliant. And he said, if you don't think there's something higher than yourself, he says, then get married. <laughs> and if that still doesn't work, then have a lot of children. <laughs> or if, yeah, it, <laughs> That's spiritual life. That's love. That's love. Love is exalting something. Love, love, love means I'm not in the center. I'm serving something else. Very interesting, too, in prayers. This is, is all our prayers. What Om Namo, it begins Namaha. Namo Om Vishnu Padaya. Namaha. They all begin with Namaha, all prayers. And Namaha means literally not I or not me. That's spiritual consciousness. Even on the basis concept of, of, of the, the broadest concept of spirituality would be love in just an ordinary sense. and not me. Me, 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 me is not love. Not me is love. That's the position where love flows. Therefore, um, spiritual life means to get out of the center. We're not in the center, but getting out of the illusion that I'm the center. And that everything should be coordinated with my own desires with no higher objective than that. So before Sanatan Goswami, and we can imagine undertaking this work, you need such inspiration. You need some conception. And not only do you need inspiration, but you need to express it. This is the amazing thing. They're expressing their inspiration and their thoughts, both in Leela and philosophy. They're expressing it in poetry, which, which um, increases the degree of difficulty. And not only that, how did they write it? Imagine the degree they have to be empowered. How they have to be the instrument of Krishna. How did they write it? What do they have, like a, a bark of a tree or, or something like that? There's no word processor. There's not even a pencil and an eraser. Even I think you have to scrape like a little indentation into the 
paper and then fill it with ink. What was what was their ink? They go to the store. I think they crushed some kind of flowers and had a peacock feather or something. Rupa Goswami's handwriting was considered like a row of pearls. And just imagine how simple they were. We know that when, when Rupa Goswami mentions in the Chaitanya Charitamrita wrote his, his two deepest dramas, Litamad and Vidagma, each took 20 years. They were walking and, and in other words, even to write the verse, what to speak of a verse that follows a verse. You can't, you can't edit. You can't cut and paste. Just imagine. This book is perfectly composed and it has such a theme and one verse comes after another and it's all in the mind. And that's why our minds are becoming so weak in one sense. I, I wrote that when I wrote my, my, my computer crashed. I am getting a new one now. Um, it, it's just not working that well. When my computer crashed and I, I took up the challenge almost for a month or two to write without a word processor have to really fix up your mind and goodness. Really. So I think in one sense, the dependence that we have, and, and we used to travel without a GPS. So I think what's happened is, is perhaps, because imagine those minds. So I think what happened perhaps is the modern world, Maya Sukaya, the illusory happiness that every step forward, we take two steps or 10 steps back. We get something to facilitate our writing, but it makes our minds though. <laughs> it makes our minds though. I'm, I'm reading a book now, Jai Jagannath recommended to me. I, I, I wanted a, an airplane book. I, I find it hard to concentrate on Shastra in an airplane. So I asked him and he, he gave me one book about very interesting, something like Moonstruck with Einstein. It's about, it's a book about memory and how in ancient times, people learned all kinds of techniques for memory. <laughs> and it would be part of their spiritual life to remember these verses that, that, that they were chanting. They would remember them. So there's so much that goes into these books the consciousness of these books, the realizations of these books, the mind. And he has to invoke mercy. He has to become an instrument. He needs help from God in the heart. When the senses are controlled, the super soul is at reach. So he needs to hear God. He needs God to write these books through him. So there'll be nine verses, and then we'll get to this wonderful story. Um, it starts Jayati. Jayati. So this is Sanatana Goswami, and he's glorifying something. So it's not just glorification, it's extreme glorification because it's coming from such a soul. You know, there's such a, a term called connoisseur. A connoisseur is one who has fine tastes. When they appreciate something, you know it's good. 
if an ordinary person appreciates something, you don't know it's good. It could just be sugar and milk. But when a connoisseur appreciates something, there's a, a this just a funny story I'll share with you. We were laughing about it yesterday with Raghunath. Is I had my uh, Govardhan Yatra, my first Govardhan Yatra. And Raghunath was in t t town, so I, I, uh, he was there in Govardhan. He wasn't at the Yatra, but he was with some other people. Or maybe he was in Brajvasundar. I said, come this evening, you can do Kirtan. So I had this person um, Manas Goswami, whose singing is just incredible. So Raghunath comes in and, and we're invited by the Iranian Vaishnavas, they, they, their friend has a very beautiful place and they cooked a feast for my group and Raghunath's group. And the cooking is so subtle. There's nothing gross about it. It's very subtle tastes. I wrote about this, the Supreme Personality of Rice, pomegranate, walnut, chutney. So we ate this feast and it was just so subtle and so subtle. So when I asked Raghunath to speak, to do kirtan, I'm not gonna take Raghunath, I'm not gonna do kirtan after him. I said, Raghunath, I told some people they wanna hear from you too. He said, I, I can't speak after this person. But so, okay, then Father Raghunath said, okay, I'll do it. So Raghunath, the way he introduces it, he said, you know, you're, Maharaj asked me to speak after him. And I mean, to give you an analogy to express what that's like. He said, this afternoon we had this, this Iranian Persian feast and all the people there had had it, so they knew. He's like the, the Iranian <laughs> Persian feast and I'm like a veggie burger. So, someone who really has fine taste, when they appreciate something, it has an, it's another level. So when Sanatan Goswami says Jayati at the very beginning, he says Jayati, all glories, Nidja Prema to his own lotus feet the inconceivable Lord who descended to bestow the gift. Now this is something very, very special because what is he bestowing? He comes to give bhakti. Talking about Krishna now and, and, and Krishna comes to give bhakti, but not just bhakti, but a special type of bhakti. a special type of bhakti, anarpita, never before given, not just bhakti, a special type of bhakti. We know the story in Chaitanya Charitamrita, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, it, it, it tells that, you know, Krishna's about to appear. He appears once in a day of Lord Brahma, which is hundreds and hundreds of million years, a day of Lord Brahma. And he's about to appear, but he has a particular desire that he wants to give this Rajabhakti, this spontaneous love. It's very special once in a day of Lord Brahma, once in hundreds of millions of years, give this special type of love, intimate love, Madhurya, Unatoj Vala Rasam. I know, you know, sometimes I don't understand how fortunate I am. Because if you look at it, if, if you figure out the lifetime of Lord Brahma, 
Krishna appears at like every day in Lord Brahma at 11.38 a.m., something like that, if you figure it out. Because there are 14 Manus in a day of Lord Brahma. Um, I forgot the calculation. How, oh, oh, yeah. A Manu lives... I think a hundred yuga cycles or a hundred times four million three hundred thousand. Anyway, I, I don't get the calculation. The Lord Krishna appears. There's 14 manus. He appears in the seventh manu. Aha. Each manu lives 72 millenniums. So each manu is, there's a thousand yuga cycles or a thousand times four million. 300,000 years. That's one day of Lord Brahma. And in Lord Brahma, there are 14 Manus. So each Manu, you divide 14 into a thousand, I think it's something like 72. So each Manu lives for 72 millenniums or, or 4,300,000 years uh, times three or four. So Krishna appears in Vaivashvata Manu, which is the seventh. And the end of the seventh would be noon because it would be midday. But he appears in the 28th millennium. Um, of the seventh Manu. Anyway, if you calculate it, it's about 11.38 or something like that. And then Lord Chaitanya also appears in that same minute. And we also appear in that same minute. <laughs> so it's something very, very special. This type of bhakti is very, very special. We shouldn't take it for granted. Uh, and uh, and we, we have to be patient. This morning I was getting impatient. I really want to deeply, deeply understand myself. I really want to deeply, deeply have that experience of, 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 of deep, deep love. And it was a really good job period. And that's why I was feeling that way. But at the same time, I was remembering the story about Srila Sridhar Maharaj. I think I told this before. He, he was watching, he was in, in Bhakti Siddhanta was giving a lecture, asked any questions. And Brahmachari at the back raised, he said, I've been chanting 10 years and I don't feel anything. And Bhakti Siddhanta said, good, and walked out. <laughs> um, which is an interesting, and, and Sridhar Maharaj is trying to analyze it because it seems so unusual. But I forgot the analysis, but one of the points was, is that the treasure of God is the greatest wealth. And it's not paid for cheaply. Actually, there's nothing we can do to get it, to earn it. Chanting Hare Krishna is not, we don't create God by chanting. We attract God by chanting. Anyway, he came to give this bhakti. He bestows the gift to, he descends to bestow the gift of perfect love for his lotus feet. And it's very nice. It says, Don. Don means gift. Gift means you don't pay for it. <laughs> so the quality of, of, of Krishna that's mentioned in this verse, that, that's so important, is his don or generosity. We cannot get it. We can attract it. 
it's just like if you're stuck in this pouring rain and you see a house and has a big door and it's locked. There's nothing you can do. It's not your house. You have no rights to get in. So how do you get in? The door's locked, you can't open it. Doesn't mean you can't do anything. You could beg to get in. And if the person's kind, you can attract their mercy. And that's what bhakti is. It's not hopeless, but you have to be in the consciousness of hopelessness. Krishna is kind. We can attract him. It's all, it's all based on, on the depth of want in our hearts. Chani Hare Krishna, I, I, Simon Haas, Sundar Gopal, I was talking to him about chanting, and, and he made a very nice point, and I can repeat it again. And I, I, I think... Um, I think uh, it's worth repeating. You know, I, I know this mystic astrology yogi and I was talking with him and he, he's showing if you chant a mantra properly, which means you chant and hear every syllable, you get the fruit of the mantra. I was speaking to Sundar Gopal, he made a good point. He said, but what does it mean to chant the mantra properly? He said, if you know Sanskrit, that there's grammatical declensions. So if you say Krishna Sya, it's of Krishna. You say Krishna Ha, it means to Krishna or something like that. So he said, but this is the only mantra where every single name and word in that mantra is of the vocative case. So O Krishna is O Krishna. It, so there has to be emotion, there has to be calling in every syllable. And it's not just the pronunciation, it's the heart. Actually, I'll share with you this morning, I had a very interesting start to my chanting. I, I started by chanting one round in 20 minutes. You don't have time, you all work, you have family, you can't fool around like I do. But every word, meditating, calling Krishna, just to put me, and then I chanted quickly after that, but it, it just to put me in that right mood. And this is what Sanatan Goswami is feeling because he has to write this incredible book exp explaining the, the last extreme experience of, the last extreme of transcendental experience. And he has to write it in a progressive way. And, 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 and what's the difficulty? He is an ocean filled with many kinds of sweetnesses. What is he describing? He's describing an ocean of many kinds of sweetnesses. An ocean is so vast. It's so hard to quantify the ocean. It's so hard to quantify. If you believe in the divine, if you believe in God, what does that mean? What is, what, what is the authority of God? What are the qualities of God? Because very de definition of God is that being of which no greater can be conceived. So by definition, his qualities have to constantly eternally be expanding. And they're eternally expanded at the same time as they re are eternally expanding, they're eternally expanded. So here he says, he's an ocean filled with many kinds of sweetness, which always bears the fragrance of fresh youth, the special quality of youthfulness. It has qualities, but youthfulness never gets, youth is always fresh. There's something about youthfulness, such a beautiful analogy. And then finally, 
How is it possible? Because he comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is experiencing the thing that he is going to give. Now I'm just going to go to finish it up, just the, the Sanskrit words, Jayati, all glories, Nija Padabja of his lotus feet, Prema, giving, Dana, he's bestowing, Vividha, Mudur, Mudurima, various kinds of sweetness, Adibi, an ocean of various kinds of sweetness. And Chaitanya, Desha, Antam. Desha means stage. The, the Parama, Dasa, Antam. The extreme, Antam, Parama. Extreme and stage. Anubhava of transcendental experience. Which is what? Prema, Gopishu, Nityam. The love that's residing, Nityam, eternally in the Gopis. And he's coming to give this. And how is he coming? Rupat in the form of a devotee. And some people say that this means that Sanatan is not only referring to Lord Chaitanya, the form of the devotee, but Bhakta Rupa is the devotee Rupa Goswami, who is Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadam Ayam Dadati Swapadantikam so I just went over the first verse today because it takes time to start. Um, one second, I'm trying to figure this out here. Oops, I'm lost now. Can you all see me still? Yes, Marash. Wait one second. Let me see if I can get back on. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Jamuna Jaya, what's what's your yes. experience? Thank, thank you, Marash. Such such a wonderful class, and I, uh, you're making taking the time to do the prayers always makes me so appreciate. Um, that prayerful mood that one has to be in before beginning ever endeavor. And they're always so beautiful. So thank you for taking the time to do that. But I was really appreciating what you said about um, what is chanting the mantra properly. I, I love that point. It, you know, the pronunciation is important, but it's, it's where the, you know, the, the heart is, in, is so important. And because I struggle so badly with my Sanskrit, that was, that gave me so much encouragement. And it makes me think of that story about the fellow who was reading the Bhagavad Gita upside down, but weeping. So I thank you so much for people that struggle with Sanskrit like I do. Well, I, I have to say the proper pronunciation is the emotion because it's vocative. That's part of the pronunciation. So a great Sanskrit scholar, if he doesn't have the emotion, he's not pronouncing it properly because it's O oh, Krishna. And therefore Prabhupada said, O oh, Radha, O oh, Krishna, please engage me in your service. So that calling out. Okay. Great. Thank Give you, my Marash. regards to Bryn, okay? I will, Marash. She'll be here soon. <laughs> Okay, anybody else say hello or have a reflection? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Krishna Amrita. Thank you very, very much. Now I understand that it's necessary to beg uh, Krishna with great emotion. To beg Krishna with great emotion and he will answer because he is very kind and loving. Thank you very much. And it's hard when we go in our hearts and we, we see all the 
material filter of our mind that doesn't really want to go deep beyond that and the fear of, of, of transcending the ego to actually ask Krishna for his blessings. Okay, anybody else like that, a reflection or say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Thank you, Shori Radha. Hari Bo. Hare Krishna. See you all soon. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Oh, okay. Great to, see, great to see both of you. Okay. Thank you for the class. Thank you. Great to see you, Maharaj. Thank you for the class. Hmm. Wonderful. Okay. Hi, Maharaj. I have a question. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about prayer and it started back in Puri. Um, but I, I have to, isn't Japa though, exalting Krishna? Isn't Japa the highest form of prayer? It is. It is. Of course. Because it is Krishna. And it's also Krishna's Shakti. And it's also a prayer for Krishna. Yes. And therefore, more and more when I'm chanting, I'm trying to meditate on the meaning. Oh, Krishna, oh, Radha, begging for service. And begging for service is not just the act of service. It's the mood of service. Because real service is the love. So it's not just the activity. So you're also praying for the heart. Make sense? Yes, yes. I, it was just, you know, you know, you made a comment before, you know, I don't expect you guys to do this because you're all working and this and that. But, you know, I barely have time for my japa. So to add more prayer. <laughs> You know, I was like, and exalt Krishna more. But. No, no, no. I, I, you know, even myself, my prayer is, is, um, is the holy name. But in between each round, sometimes I, today, I, in between each round, I offered a prayer by Rupa Goswami, which said, I can't imagine how much nectar is in the holy name. When it enters on my, when I chant the holy name, I wish for many, many tongues. When it enters into my ear, I pray for many, many ears. And when it enters the courtyard of my heart, the senses become inert. I can't imagine how much nectar is in the two syllables, Krishna. So that helped me focus on Krishna and said, praying, I want that nectar. What's preventing me from really that deep experience that made me meditate deeply on that? And that's the first taste that we have when we actually want something. Okay, thank you. We'll talk in another, right after the class, just immediately call me, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? All right, Krishna Maharaj, it's Don Kaley. Thank you for class. I feel like I'm on Sports Illustrated from the the Olympics and that you're the announcer and going to tell me about something. Well, it's a last day for skiing, so I'm, I'm up in Vermont. It's 155 almost. Um, it's the, last, the, the last day. Yes, yes. Um, but I'm going to be at uh, your program later today at 530. Oh, great. Yeah, great. Yeah. I don't even know much about that program, but it'll be great to see you. And I'm sure you'll bring your cookies. Uh, I think so. I'll see if there's enough time to bake. Maybe not. If not, then maybe next Thursday, I'll also do a program here. Hey, okay, thank you. So not oh. this week. Then. Okay, great to see you. Oh, that's nice. Great. Okay. Anybody else like to come? Uh, I mean, anybody like, like to say hello? <laughs> Everybody's welcome here to Super Soldier in the area. Okay. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Jai Sri Radhe. Okay. So we have the program is the 22nd. Yes, at 2 p.m. With, with Sri Pallad and me. Mm -hmm. Should we announce 
special what it will be dedicated to? No, just just say that we have a special guest, Sri Pallad, and myself. We we had a wonderful program in Jack's. We had about 35 people. And uh, it was nice. You know, I started and I introduced Jai Jagannath and then he gave class. So like that, I'll start, I'll speak something. And then Sri Pallad and Kirtan, make sure we have a Madanga player there. Okay. <laughs> Haribo. Jai Shri Radhe. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gurudev. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Amala, Hare Thank Krishna. you very much. We'll see you also on Thursday too. Okay. Hare Krishna. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gurudev. It's Lal Govinda. And Braja. Thank, Thank you for, you for class. class. Okay. We'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Can't Looking wait. forward to it. Okay. <laughs> How's Raganoff doing? He had surgery? He had surgery, but, you know, <laughs> he was walking around, <laughs> you know, the, ne the next day. He's a maniac. He's got to rest. <laughs> what, what? He's a maniac. He's got to rest. <laughs> but, you know, they do these, you know, uh, non-invasive surgeries. Oh, like laparoscopic? Whatever it is. So yeah. somehow or other, hmm. it was... Uh, but you know he's kind of a little slow. Uh huh. <laughs> but um, we were joking this morning, and I thought I would kill him because you can't have belly laughs when you just had a hernia operation right in the middle of your belly button or something. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's giving me. You know, he's practically making me feel as my room here. You know. He's thinking I'm living here now. He doesn't know I'm going back to New Jersey. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Hey, Ball. Krishna Guru Maharaj, Namaste here. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, thank you so much for the class. Are I you at your farm? My sister and oh. her husband passed away in an accident, very shockingly, so. What, what happened? Um. Yeah, her husband passed away. Who, whose husband? My Simantini, my sister. Really, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very bad and shocking. So I had to come to her. So of course, was that a car accident? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was. Uh, he was uh, riding a bicycle and a motorcycle just hit him and. Uh, it it takes only three hours. Oh you know, my God! Give give my yeah, yeah. give my condolences to her. Thank you so much. She really needs that. Thank you so much. She's okay. she's shocked. Thank okay. you, Guru Maharaj, for the class. Thank you so okay, much. Okay. Thank you, Haribo. Thank you, Haribo. Anybody else? Okay, I'm uh, gonna head out. Bhakti Devi, you can call me, okay? Okay. Oh, Catalina, nice, Hare Krishna. Good to see you. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Very nice. I'm so happy that you regularly attend the classes, great. Thank you, Maharaj, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.